Hey lovelies and welcome back to Gloss Girl Diaries. I'm Tina and I'll be joined by my beautiful co-host Candice where we are going to unlock the secrets to bridal beauty but also navigate the twists and turns of wedding planning. So grab a seat or pop your headphones on and let's chat. Hello, hello, welcome, welcome back to our Gloss Girl Diaries podcast. And of course, joining me today is my beautiful co-host, Candice. Good morning, Candice. Good morning, Tina. Hello. Hi, everybody. Oh, yes, everybody. We have the beautiful Tiff and Maddie from Noah and the Fox Florist here in the Hunter Valley. And we are so excited to have them here today because we are going to talk about everything flowers and one of my favorite subjects good morning guys morning how are you going good morning good morning and how are you maddie ready to pop out that baby yeah soon (laughs) everyone we were just having a little chat before we jumped on as we always do to our beautiful guests and i was just about to tell maddie because as she told me that she had a beautiful morning you want to tell everyone what you did this morning maddie (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> no, I was just saying I try, I tried really hard to look good this morning, but I still don't look very well, <laughs> well according to them. <laughs> she looks beautiful, everyone. I'm going to pop up a photo later and um, everyone can see the beautiful faces that we're talking to today. But um, I was saying that when I was pregnant, I definitely did not look as good as Maddie looks this morning. And uh, this morning I was reminded of that because I had Cocoa Pops for breakfast. And every morning when I was pregnant, I had Cocoa Pops and I would enjoy it every single morning. And then I'd throw them up every morning. I was like, why do I do this? I was going to say, why would you keep doing it if it was because your brain? Excuse my language, guys. Your brain's fucked when you're pregnant. You just do shit that you don't normally do (laughs) every day. Every day. <laughs> Isn't that insane? It's like a hamster wheel. <laughs> <Keep doing it. laughs> are we stupid? Are we not? Yes, we are. <laughs> oh, come on. Anyway, oh, enough about that. It is beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> so um, how about we jump straight into some questions? Um, why don't you start it off, Candice? I would love you to ask some questions about what it's like to um I will tell us a little bit about your business first maybe well and- yeah yeah business predominantly we do weddings and events um started off small um built up a community of just doing d- daily deliveries and um and actually the first wedding that I did that's when I met Tina and um yeah, it just sort of took off from there. After COVID, everything went crazy and it's mm. been crazy ever since and we've just been getting bigger and better ever since then. Yeah, okay. And what does your business sort of specialise in? Like what are the things that you love, um, you know, like what are, your, what, are your, what are your signatures, I guess? Oh, we love big installations. Uh, I guess one thing that we really pride ourselves on is being able to repurpose um ceremony pieces into the reception and by that I don't just mean picking things up and plonking them down in the reception I mean we um 
we take them to a, a place at the venue mm. and we'll literally pull it apart and make it to look like another piece. Oh, which can how I good just is that? Yeah, and can I just interrupt? That is like incredible mm. because not all florists do that. A lot of people will just take it off the arbour and sit it on the table and that's what you get. But to completely redesign the um, flowers into another look, into another installation is just incredible. Mm. Yeah, so we've got it. We've actually got it down to a fine art, haven't we, Mads? I was going to say we're kind of we, we're getting a bit competitive now to see how how quickly <laughs> how quickly we can get it done. And there's, there's specific venues where we've done like um so many times, and I think we one of the fastest times we did we flipped it in like 15 minutes, and we we're like, oh, what are we going to do now? Ooh. Ooh, ooh, ooh. <laughs> Who's the most competitive, Maddie? Who's the most competitive out of everyone? Oh. I don't know, probably me. (laughs) (laughs) Say more controlling than competitive. (laughs) Love it. That's such a brilliant idea because I actually haven't heard of that before and it's really good for brides and, well, anybody at a wedding really to repurpose things um, or to, you know, to reuse things. And obviously a consistent theme but you get two different creative um, options out out of the one um, flower arrangement. Yeah. So the way we see it is, it's it's uh, gives the couples more bang for their buck, but it's mm-hmm. also really good for the environment. And so we, um, mm-hmm. our way to be able to um, to be more environmentally friendly is to reuse the flowers rather than to create more. Um, yeah, wait, waste, waste really, yeah. isn't it? Yeah. It is, it's the, a lot of the time, uh, unfortunately, flowers will go into green waste. Yeah, and or into our garden. We used to have goats, but we don't have goats anymore, so the goats don't get. Oh, the the goats? Yeah, I have love. goats. I'll take them. <laughs> <laughs> Great, you've just found sustainability. <laughs> but it's such an important thing at the moment, isn't it? Like sustainability and. And I guess, um, yeah, floristry can play a big part in that. So well done on repurposing. Like that's an amazing um, component to your business. Thank you. Well, it's it's really it is quite difficult because I think that it's an extra it's an extra amount of time and um, working with a, a multitude of different florists over the years, you do see that everybody runs their businesses differently. But that's why I love um, you guys that know in the Fox because you're always thinking about how you can make it better. Mm. you know, and what you can do, um, you know, to to bring the best value to your clients, but also, yeah, obviously care for the environment and um, reduce your waste. But um, I just remember on my wedding day, I had a beautiful arbor done and it was stunning that I had it sitting on my front veranda until all the flowers died. <laughs> well, that's the, that's the other thing. Too, you know? if, we can, if we can encourage um, couples to take their flowers or we had a wedding um, last weekend and we encouraged the couple to um, take the flowers, take yeah. the flowers or, or for their guests to take the flowers. And so mm-hmm. they all lined up to the, they did an end-to-end arbour out at Pepper's Creek and so they all sort of lined up at the end of the night and the bride was plucking the flowers out and making little bunches and giving them to a guest. Oh, that's lovely. And, and this beautiful photo um, of or her husband had taken the photo of her pulling the flowers and the great line of of female guests just waiting for their flowers and I thought that was so lovely. Rather oh, my God, that's so beautiful. beautiful. Lovely. And to have it be reused or to see it go mm. to 
into the home and be used to be enjoyed for a bit longer. I just think mm, yeah. Goddamn weddings, they're so romantic. I know. <laughs> so what do you think is the best time to sort of like book a florist in, like of a 12-month timeline, for example? When when do you guys recommend booking like booking you in or booking a florist in general in? Yeah, so um we did a reel about yeah, that. Yeah, we just the did a day. reel about it. Literally did a reel about it this week. Oh, share it to us. But yeah. tag us in it and we'll share it to everyone who's listening. Okay. Um, we have three distinct wedding seasons in Australia. Mm. So we have um the beginning of the year, which is usually probably March through till May, which is popular but not the most popular season mm-hmm. we've got the winter season and we've got the september through till november season which is spring which is crazy so if you're in the in the crazy wedding season mm-hmm. then definitely 12 to 18 months before yeah obviously if you know um if you know who you want then the sooner you book in your vendor the better yeah um, we've talked about that quite a bit about, you know, if you if you know that you want somebody, book them in, lock them in, you know, lock it down really. And we, we have a policy as well where um, once you've booked, once you've paid your deposit, your um, quote then becomes stagnate so you won't get an increase in costs. So we Ooh, wow, for that. Of, mm. of any flower increase, mm-hmm. um, which was really difficult over the COVID because there was a massive rise in the cost of flowers. But Even still now as well. Yeah. But we figure that the couples are, are doing it tough with the huge inflation costs as well. So, mm-hmm. um, And it's, you know, it is our job, I guess, being in the wedding industry. It's like no other industry and it's our job to make sure that um, we keep the industry alive. And some mm-hmm. of those things, it's the same as with Gloss Girl, you know, we keep our travel inclusive you know I live in the Hunter Valley so do my team more or less not all of them some of them um you know are out in other areas but by being able to absorb that travel cost for my clients it just makes it easy for them to make a decision and also makes it um a little less expensive you know to be able to um have someone who's not going to charge them travel when they live 15 minutes down the road because the way I look at or the way we look at it is that we're offering a service it's a service industry yeah really um and and yes it is it is a small business and it is a, a profitable business but we're also a service industry so we it's our job to offer the best of what we can give them the couple yeah. so that they have the best day of their life so yeah amazing uh, that's, and that's, that's so um so getting back to booking yes in the spring season 12 to 18 months out mm-hmm. in the um, early part of the year would be like eight to 12 months mm-hmm. and then in the winter months you've usually usually got because that's the down season um although that's becoming a lot more popular yeah, now that wasn't a down season is there a down season is no. there a down season no <laughs> not in the hunter They'll have a slow period during the winter months and we, um, so generally um, around the six to eight months for booking in during the winter months. Yeah, okay. And like with with seasons, you know, obviously we have wedding seasons, but 
there's a lot of sort of flower seasons as well. So that would determine a lot of um, the, the availability of flowers. Like Tina and I have spoken a few times about poppies and, you know, things like that. They're only available at different seasons. So how do you sort of work that with your with your customers, like working out their style? Uh, so, I mean, think, I think in Australia we're really quite spoiled mm-hmm. um, because a lot of the time we'll get imports. Um, mm-hmm. But... You're right, there, there is a lot of seasonability. So the best thing that we um, can say to our couples is we, we don't promise any flower. We'll try to get that flower if they particularly want that flower, but then we'll try and work out other substitutes. So, for example, if a bride wants a cottage garden look and it's in the middle of winter when there's not much of that around, we'll, um, we'll go and look for substitute flowers that can sort of mirror that look mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah and then so you've got alternatives that you can sort of go well this isn't available but this is a good choice that we can get in yep yeah. so we'll all our hardest to to get the flower that they want mm. but we never promise you can't promise because we're we are ruled by the seasons and we're ruled by the growers yeah at large so we can't promise anything and any florist who does promise i think they're just setting themselves up for um some trouble to be disappointing like yeah well we don't want that i mean if we're if you're to be honest and you really do love the wedding industry we, we want our brides to be happy right right yeah. personally I'm in love with flowers. Like if I could just fill my house with flowers, actually it's been overtaken by plants currently. But if <laughs> <laughs> I wish I could show you. There's literally plants everywhere. We won't be able to fit in my office soon. It's terrible. Um, but I do know. So what do you do, for example, if um, they come to you, they show you their inspiration and you look at it and obviously as a professional you're going, well, um, you're getting married in spring and at least six of those, you know, um, flowers aren't going to be in season. Um, what are the kind of questions you ask your clients or maybe what should our brides ask you when they're coming to show you the inspiration? You know, like as in um, if you say to them, well, six of those flowers we're not going to be able to get, what do you do to kind of compensate for that? What do you say to them? What are the questions you'd like them to ask or know? To ask their florist, I, uh, I guess probably, what substitutes could you think of that would would align with the flowers that I love? That would be one. Um, but um, often I'll come back and I'll say, so we can we can definitely stick with that beautiful color palette. Um, that's that's gorgeous. I can think of a few flowers and I'll make suggestions. Um, and then, um, and I will always let them know that I can't promise the product, um, that I can try and source it, but I can't promise. Um, but questions that they can ask would, would definitely be what alternatives would you suggest? Um, ca- uh, can you um, definitely adhere to that colour palette? And I would also ask, are there any flowers that you definitely don't want? Like um, me, no gerberas. That's a good no question. A lot of couples will say no lilies because my partner's allergic or um, okay. mm. um, 
no, no high smelling flowers because I'm very allergic and I'm already going to be downing five Telfast. <laughs> oh, jeez. <laughs> you know what? That's something that I didn't even think about, right? It's a... Five. Yeah. <laughs> so they're, they're, <laughs> it will generally start with inspiration photos and I'll, you know, I'll usually uh, say, well, that's beautiful. We might not be able to get this flower. And then I'll make suggestions for substitutes. And then as we move along, it will uh, lean more towards are there any flowers that you absolutely cannot have or don't want or don't Mm. love? Uh, For example, Tina doesn't love gerberas, and I know that because I will never put a gerber in. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, of Tina's. It just reminds me of the 90s. I just can't get past it. In the 90s, everyone had these full bouquets of gerberas, all different colours, all bright. Just that and bloody multicoloured dyed roses. Oh, yeah. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I actually am not a big, I, I, <laughs> I hate them. Oh, really? So I wanted to grow my own multicoloured oh rose. Are you going to tell me what? <laughs> yeah, so I wanted to grow my own of those because I was like, oh, my, this is 10 years ago when they were all like the rage and I was like, oh, so my partner bought me some um, some seeds <laughs> and I tried to grow a rose from seeds and it was like a pack of 10,000 seeds and not one, not one, <laughs> <laughs> sprouted. <laughs> and he spent a fortune on them. Anyway. So, guys, you might be buying from um, Candace's rose farm of coloured roses. <laughs> Oh, my God. Uh, I dyed those multicoloured roses. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I mean, you must. What flowers, okay, so what flowers do you look at and go, if I see one more of these, I'm just going to, like, pass out? Um, I think there's definitely periods of time where you get sick of certain flowers, like um, a couple of, there was a bit of a trend where there was so much baby's breath and I kept saying to mum, oh, my God, if we have to use baby's breath one more time. <laughs> but you know when there's weddings that we're just kind of adding little bits in I don't mind it but if it's just like big baby's breath I'm like oh no not again we wanted (laughs) a wedding where it was all baby's breath and by the end we were literally crying because I I bet I don't know I don't know a a lot of couples don't know this but when you have baby's breath on mass it smells like cat wee. Yeah, it stinks. Oh, does it? Oh, I didn't. Okay. I like baby's breath. Like I think a little hint of things like oh, throughout bouquets and stuff is beautiful. We yeah, we use it. Um, we'll use it to fill a space. Yeah. We have used it um, as a predominant flower, like as uh, bridesmaids' bouquets and things mm. like that. But when you have to do huge installations yeah. and a full of baby's breath, yeah. That so, a very, very strong ammonia smell. Really? How oh interesting. So does it attract other cats to it? Meow. <laughs> <laughs> Some dogs and a few magpies. <laughs> we had a we had a beautiful baby's breath um arbor installation up out at Squire's Vineyard. And um it was um in the oh, last the of the heat, yeah. where, uh, last of the heat, and so it was a particularly oh. warm day. And the magpies, it's beautiful out there. There's kangaroos and wildlife everywhere. But for whatever reason, the magpies decided that they loved the baby's breath and so <laughs> they were plucking it out 
after them we yeah. could put it in. Oh it's great God. for their nest. It's yeah. great for their nest. And obviously it smells like cats, so they're just getting back at it. <laughs> do you know, do you want to hear a funny story? Hey. So we have I have a videographer friend, um, and he sent me a photo a few weeks ago of one of the bridesmaids popped her bouquet down on the ground and a kangaroo came and ate, oh. <laughs> ate her bouquet. Yeah. Yeah, that's quite a bit that goes on. We we had a uh, wedding up at Eagle Reach um, oh, in nice September. Yeah. And, um, the kangaroos were actually stealing the roses. Yeah, oh. I actually I was face to face with one and I was thinking, oh, yeah, it's going to hop away and it just stood there and I was carrying flowers because we were lining like the whole aisle for the bride with um, oh, like roses God. and all the random flowers that we had and um, – he didn't. He didn't hop away. He came towards me, and I turned. Oh. And I was like, no, no, I'm not doing this. No, I'm sorry. There are no roses down the aisle today. <laughs> wow. So you got to battle the wildlife. That wasn't a question yeah. we were going to ask you, but it... <laughs> now, <laughs> now the brides need to add that. How do we deal with wildlife? <laughs> uh, well, actually, for Immy's wedding, um, we were battling a bee for the whole ceremony. Oh. It was- Oh. It was winter, but then I don't think it bothered her. But um, a couple of our, our bridesmaids were all <laughs> standing very still, trying to get away from um, the bees. But she had very like poppies and stuff like yeah. that, so they were Lots all of attracted. Yeah, mm. right. So that's something that our listeners should think about with their fresh flowers. <laughs> what it might attract did... bees? Yeah, <laughs> something to consider when you're looking at your bridal style. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> Although we, I guess, working with flowers over the last couple of years, we've learned not to fear the bees or anything. It's actually nice to see all the yeah. different bugs we get that come and like insects <laughs> that come around. You're better off not to pay too much attention to them. Because okay, so if you could just send us a list of bugs and um, insects <laughs> that <laughs> our bride should expect on their wedding day, we can yeah. pop that into our list. Yeah. We had, had delphiniums a few weeks ago and there was a literal. Um, ladybug orgy oh, going yeah. on in the delphinium oh. <laughs> oh my god <laughs> but, but lady, ladybugs are supposed to bring good luck so yeah. just oh. like, well if there's an orgy that's, that's <laughs> excellent <laughs> and these are the days of our lives <laughs> oh my god that's, that's amazing funny. so what has been the um what has been like something that's happened that you've been really that's been very unexpected. Has there been something that you've gone, okay, I wasn't expecting that? In regards to? Anything. In the installation, in the bridal requests maybe. Um, has there been any kind of looks that you've gone, ooh, I don't know if this is our, <laughs> our style. Um, has there been anything like, you know, gerberas and coloured roses together? Oh, yes. Yeah. So there's been, there are definitely some styles that have been overdone. Yeah. And there are definitely some styles that are, that, well, that I personally don't love. Mm -hmm. But at the end of the day, I'm here to make the the bride happy. Yeah. It probably just won't find its way on onto my feed. <laughs> That's what I'm Not as much as yeah. <laughs> yeah. So yes, there's there's definitely things where I've sort of said, oh wow, I um 
that's not something that I would choose for myself. Mm. But but I'll do it anyway because that's that's what the the couple want. Uh, is that mainly just in bouquets or in installations as well or like table settings or, I mean, because obviously not everything that we do is going to be, you know, our favourite. Like I had to do blue eyeshadow, like um, if anyone's ever seen the Drew Carey show, it was a little bit like that. Oh, yeah. And, um, you know, obviously, uh, yeah, certainly not getting posted. But, um, you know, like you, you work around it. But are there things that are like really out there? Like oh, you did a really... Um, oh, but I think that might, I don't know if it was for a proposal. You did like a super colourful one. I loved it. I mean, I don't imagine it's for everyone. Yeah, oh. no, yeah. So that's obviously a very out there taste. Yeah. Uh, and that was, that's something that we've never repeated again. Um, but it's not it, something that we didn't, we didn't enjoy, enjoy doing. Yeah. I've done anything Halloweeny, like anything really dark and moody yeah. and. Yeah, we had a, we had a, um a couple a few weeks ago and they wore black the bride wore black oh beautiful and she wanted everything to be either black deep red or but like a burgundy sort of vampire style yeah so um that we do get those um those color tones and that's beautiful i think it's, it's not so much that we it's more the opposite of being like, oh, wow, we don't really want to do that. It's like, oh, it's so nice to do something different, different. even if yes. out yes. there different. Like, you know, when someone comes up and they're like, I want everything rainbow or super colourful or I want the brights and stuff like that, it's so nice because it's a change to the muted. The norm. Yeah, yeah, like, yeah absolutely. Cool. And it's it's good that you guys offer like, you know, personalization too. You know, there's there's people out there that this is their style and this is all they do, whereas you guys are customizable, which is amazing. Yeah. But in regards to surprising things, I I would I can think of one thing. We had um we had a, a bride who wanted a circular arbor. Um and the wind, it was hot, it was so hot. Oh. And it was windy. And we tried to install the flowers onto the circular arbor and a big gust of wind came and it threw the arbor back and literally broke the arbor. Oh. I had to call, the, but the bride had come down from Queensland, so she was not accustomed to our weird weather either. And so I had to call the bride and I, I had to say, look, this is not going to work because the arbor has been blown over. The wind's picking up, not not settling down, can we um, can we try another option? And then we were going to do a tree installation, but then the trees were too far apart for them to sort of envelop the couple. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So then we, poor, poor David, my long-suffering um, florist husband, <laughs> <laughs> we I had to ring him and I said, could you please bring out the flower towers, which are these long metal columns, um, which I knew that I could peg into the ground and that they're, they're so heavy that they're just not going to go anywhere. Mm. Um, and so we ended up making these um, flower towers out of the flowers that we had and we used every single flower and then we were fishing around the venue for foliage to mm-hmm. sort of fill it, fill it because it, <laughs> flower tower is much bigger than a, an arbour arrangement on a circular arbour, so one up the top and one down the bottom. It's much bigger. And... Um, we were we were quite proud of ourselves, yeah. weren't we? <laughs> well, at least here in the, 
at least here in the Hunter Valley, you can just go for a little drive and cut some pieces off the side of the way <laughs> for your foliage. We, we thought, oh, you know, we pulled it off. We, we were really happy with it. And the father of the bride came down and he looked it up and down because her colour palette was red, white and green. Oh, he looked it up and down and he said, oh, my God, it looks like a candy cane. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <Don't hate> it. <laughs> and it was hot and my eyes were streaming from the wind. Yes. Oh. Everyone was cranky with me because I had David going back and forth grabbing stuff for me and (laughs) if you've ever thought of being a florist guys this is what it's really like (laughs) that was a really surprising response when we were feeling quite good about it that was a a response that we weren't expecting yeah yeah and sometimes from a people perspective we'll get responses that we were we were not I don't think that dads really count I'm sorry dads (laughs) but um, you know, like my dad always says the weirdest things. And I'm like, I was going to a photo shoot once and I was dressed up and I looked nice. And he goes, are you going home to get change first? I'm oh. like, yeah, dad, I am so not talking to you anymore. So well, dads think, don't count. Well, I no. think you're right, Tina, because the bride was actually very happy. So yeah, <laughs> she, she, I mean, she just the fact you put all that effort in because you didn't have to, like you were hired to put on that arbor, the arbor broke. It blew over. It's not going to work. So, you know, you could have just gone, here's your flowers. (laughs) You'll just have to do something else with them. But you really went above and beyond and that's that's why I love you guys. And so do all florists set up and deliver? Like is that something that the bride could expect or is there additional costs? Like how does does that side of it work? Most most florists will um, deliver. Most florists will have we'll do bump in and bump out. So we all florists will have a fee for bump in because that's extra time spent on site and there's a whole lot of things that have to go into working on site. So insurance, employing other um, people for the day, um, making sure all our OC health and safety is all up to scratch and everything. Um, so there is a, there will always be a bump in fee mm-hmm. and there's always a bump out fee but we give, we give our couples a bump out fee option so if they're prepared to bring any items um higher items um back to us then they don't have to incur a bump out fee yeah and we also have a repurposing fee so we stay on site and we'll repurpose um for them Your time isn't it you know yeah. like if obviously mm. I, I mean i think everybody understands you've got to pay for people's time if we stay back and we do a, a you know touch-ups for an, an extra amount of time than what we normally would do we charge for it uh, yeah. you have to it's your time and um right. even if it wasn't me uh, you know owning the business um of course I've got to pay staff to do it so you know that's I think people understand that yeah but, so, um, you know even though ours is a family business I I um pay Maddie as a a full florist mm-hmm. and the the younger kids I play I uh, pay them as floral assist and then um, Ivy's now training to do as a junior florist, so she's now being paid as a junior florist when she does Amazing. junior florist work because there's, there's a penalty um, rate for florists that mm. you need to adhere to in New South Wales. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's not fair not to pay them. No, of oh, course. Of course not. I mean, just because they're your family. Although 
I'm going to make my kids clean my bathroom this afternoon. I might not pay them. And so I guess that all comes back to budget too, right? Like, so yeah. how does, how does that sort of work? Like what, what do you sort of like talk um, about with budget? Yeah, so the brides will generally give us a, when they make an inquiry, they'll give us a general sort of um, budget that they can work to. Um, and sometimes their wish list will exceed their budget. Yeah. And uh, then we'll often does that happen? Sorry, how often? Yeah, I was yeah. going to say it's a bit more than sometimes. Yeah, but. It's very <laughs> often. Uh, they, you know, Pinterest is a wonderful thing, but it also can be very unrealistic. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but... That's a really good point, actually. It, it's our job to try and work within a budget. So we'll, I'll usually come back with suggestions. But in our welcome pack, we we state very clearly that there is a bump in fee for any on-site work and that there's a bump out fee and that there's a repurposing fee if they want anything repurposed. Yep. But like, like you, Tina, we offer free travel in the local area. If it's anything outside of the local area, then there is a delivery cost as well. Yeah, of course. But that's just standard, you know, that's what you do. But it's also great that you're so transparent, you know. We, I think in our industry, um, transparency is important because gone are the days where, you know, people always say, oh, you know, mention wedding and they whack on that fee. Well, mm. that's actually not how it is at all. Like, you know, we've got costs, but also weddings are more intense than any other situation. Mm. You know, like there's so much more that goes into it. But, um, you know, I I want to say thank you so much for chatting to us today because I think we could talk for at least another hour (laughs) um, easily. Um, But thank you so much, guys, for coming on. Before we um, finish up, I wanted to ask you guys if you wanted to do a little shout-out for your business, for anyone who's listening that is getting married in the Hunter Valley, Newcastle regions, tell everybody where you'll travel to, um, your social media handles, and the best way to contact you guys if they wanted to book. Uh, yeah, okay. Um, well, we travel anywhere. <laughs> we go anywhere. We've been anywhere. down in Sydney and we the farthest we've been so far is to Armadale. Is that the farthest? Yeah, probably anywhere between Sydney and Armadale we've yep. done. And, um, but we'd mostly do the Hunter, Newcastle, Central Coast areas, uh, you can find us on our website. That's probably the best way to put in an inquiry, which is um, noahinthefox.com.au um, <laughs> and where our socials are Noah and the Fox. On Facebook and Instagram. And Instagram, yeah. yeah. We're not on TikTok, although everybody tells me I have oh to get on. Oh my God, you lot should be on TikTok. <laughs> I'm not on TikTok. That's just I'm, I might make Candace do it. I just, oh. if, yeah, you can do it, Candace. You'll be right. <laughs> There's a big push at the moment for the community to be on TikTok, the floral community to be on TikTok, but I find that very overwhelming. And I'd I'd love to just watch you guys setting up. Like if you just put oh, you can see it on their socials. You have to oh, um if you okay. haven't followed them yet, Candace, yeah. get off this call and go and follow them. Because <laughs> these guys <laughs> often do the installations. I I love watching it. I'm like, it's like in um double speed or something, and I'm like, oh, look at them go. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. I love it. Oh, 
we like doing the time lapses just to, and it's it's a good perspective for like couples or people that are thinking about booking us to see like it's not kind of just a walk in tie something up and then walk out like <laughs> it's a big process and um but it's also rewarding to watch ourselves back and go, hey, we did that. Yeah, we did that, yeah. yeah oh, my God, amazing. you guys are amazing. And um, for anyone who didn't catch that, jumping onto Instagram or onto Facebook, Noah and the Fox. Um, Tiff and her Maddie are here today, her beautiful family. It's a beautiful family business. And um, as Tiff mentioned before, I met her on her very first wedding as a florist. And anyone who knows me knows I'm very opinionated. I'll tell you as it is. And I'm pretty sure after I saw the work that Tiff did, I said, get your prices and put them where they should be. He did. <laughs> exactly. For me, the most, uh, I think my business has largely succeeded because of the um, the advice that you've given me, Tina. So kudos oh, to you. Oh, God, love you. So I can be as opinionated as I want. Awesome. I love it. <laughs> Not everyone likes it, but, you know, all right. Well, thanks, guys. Thanks for joining us. Thanks, everybody, for listening. I'm so excited for everybody to be listening to this today. Um, And please don't forget to subscribe and join us again when Candice and I bring us, um, bring you some amazing new stories from other vendors coming to you soon. Bye, guys. Bye. With you, the sun is shining 24 7. Cause when we're together, it feels like we're in heaven. If it will get dark, you'll be my million stars. I know I can lean on you. Oh, you catch me like a leaf falling from a tree. If you'll be a shooting star, I'll make a wish. No, I don't fake this kind of feeling, never felt so real. My heart is on the table, cause you're my everything. I do. I wanna marry you